What's up, guys? We're uh, we're back. Sansing Stigma Podcast. Welcome back. Uh, another episode. I was out last week. <laughs> and he kinda, left me high and dry. Yeah, go ahead and explain what you, what you mean by that. Yeah, because I can do a podcast on my own. I can record, but I don't know how to download it into the computer to get it on the system, which I do need to learn how to do. Because if something happens to you or you're not available and you just like fly to Texas at a random day and don't tell me, I got to know how to do this stuff. You don't even know how to talk in the mic. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, so uh, I went to Texas last week. Tuesday afternoon I left. I went to Houston for all. So I got landed in Houston. Tuesday night, and then stayed there Wednesday, and then left Thursday morning from Houston Airport to Austin Airport. That was a 30-minute flight, so it was pretty quick. But the reason I went down to Houston was to check out a gym called Alpha Land. And everybody asked me why I went to Houston. I tell them all the same thing. I used to follow, and I still do, follow the guy that, uh, kind of had the idea in his head of of starting a gym when he was younger. He uh, he, I think he quit schooling and all that stuff to, to focus on his personal training and all that stuff. So he actually opened a small gym, and he uh, apparently one day he was driving with his mom and something about owning his own gym or something. And his mom was like, "Why don't you just open up a small gym?" He's like, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. So he, he did. He started with a, an end unit of a storage, like the little storage units. Mm-hmm. He literally had a little gym in there. And he, he continually stepped up to bigger square footage gyms. And now he... So he had members of this gym or he just worked out in this gym? He had members. So he started very small. And now he got to this point where he always had the dream of having this, uh, basically like an oasis of fitness, basically where... Now in Alpha Land, there's three gyms. There's an indoor. There's a there's an there's two outdoors. One's more of a like a boxing, CrossFit theme kind of thing. And then the the second gym is called Gym Number Two. There's six big garage doors that open up, and it's all outside. Like, and then there's two basketball courts, a uh, uh, soccer field, a football field. Then there's called Alpha Eats. There, it's where you basically can eat. In my opinion, it was really good food. He has uh there's different retail stores with his partners or his best friends that have businesses as well that it's just a big big area where you can just basically go and enjoy your your day if you really wanted to spend all day there you could so that's why i went to houston i went to go check it out because i used i followed this guy as he was coming up through all these different stages different um gyms that he developed which was crazy because i was sitting there and it it all really starts with an idea and the fact that he started with an idea that's that's all you need. You have the idea, and then once you believe in that idea so much that you're, you're willing to do whatever it takes to get there, he did it in small steps. Instead of trying to take the big leap into the the final thing that he wanted, he took little steps, which is which is awesome. But it's as simple as, uh, as starting with an idea. That's where everything develops. Hey. Honestly, I, I first of all, I flew by myself. I traveled by myself. And last time, I don't. Well, we talked about it on the podcast with Kayla. 
do I ever get a sense of anxiety or anything like that? And I mentioned that first time I went to Texas, I had anxiety. I looked out the window and I saw a whole new environment. And I was like, I feel like I was going to get lost in it. And I don't feel that anxiety a lot. This time I was more comfortable because I was there before. Right? I knew Mm -hmm. the steps it, it took to get to the airport, to navigate through the airport, to the rental car, to the off location, to get the rental car, and then and on my way to find my my destination right but to travel to travel by yourself you're you're figuring out who you are as an individual like things that you've never knew about yourself you're literally relying on yourself to get to point a to point b there's no there's nobody there to help you unless you need the information you can ask other people like hey like is this how you get here? Is this how you get there? Like that's that's basically the only thing. But when you're working by yourself, like you're doing it by yourself, and to able to navigate to your destination and then come back home, it's like it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you accomplished something on your own. True. Did you ever travel yourself? Yeah, I traveled for work by myself several times, but. In some instances, it's good to travel by yourself because you can do what you want. When you're in the airport, you don't got to say, hey, what do you want to eat? And wait for somebody like you go and do what you got to do. Not necessarily even traveling in the airport. Sometimes to go by yourself. I like to go antique shopping. Uh, Aunt Michelle comes with me. But sometimes I like to go by myself because then I can look at my pace. I can look at things that interest me. And I don't have to worry about entertaining or worry that that other person's getting bored. But I get what you're saying. It's like an adventure that you accomplished on your own, not knowing what was going to happen, and you navigate. Just like people go out and navigate in the woods or take a hike or whatever. They don't know where they're heading, but it's the thrill of it's it. About, yeah, it's, it's about tapping into that unknown. Yeah. Being in an unknown situation and getting through it. Right. And you can say, wow, I did that on my own. Yeah. I would... I'm definitely a, a independent person. I would say you are as well. Maybe not to the extreme. I don't have fear of going traveling by myself. I don't have fear of getting a rental car. I don't have fear of going and doing things by myself. People think it's weird that I sit in a restaurant by myself. So I guess I'm. I guess you could say I'm independent. I don't rely on people. But yeah, it's it's just something about it. And then like we talk about how you send out positivity you give compliments all this stuff right yeah so you put it to a true test in life you you go out and you use those things and you you see what happens right and so i'm getting a rental car a rental car okay and i go up the the escalator up to the top and uh this younger woman comes out and her nails are pretty long and i said uh uh, let's keep in mind first of all i got a rental car and it was a full size right so i was getting like a toyota camry or uh um the other ones but that's that's what i bought that's what i got to rent okay so i go up to this individual and she comes out and right away i'm like i like your nails right yeah and she's like oh thank you and like i genuinely liked her nails they were they were different they were longer and uh so we, she's like, you got a full size. She checked my paperwork. She got a full size. So I'm like, yeah. And then we start walking back. She's like, okay, you can pick from that car. The She's pointing at Toyota Camry. She's like, we do have the Dodge Charger if you want to take that. Which I don't know if that's a full size or, or, or whatever. But 
the end of the conversation, she ended up saying, you can basically take whatever you want. A truck, an SUV, a car, whatever you want. Did so, she charge you more? No. So was it the compliment? I'm telling you. You weren't on that podcast when I so said. So when you, when you, when you, when you give, give out good, you get good back, yes. right? Unless you're good looking like me. And okay, she, sure. She, she, <laughs> oh my God, people. <laughs> She thought I was good looking, so she gave me he the option. He shredded everybody, you know. He she, shredded. She just didn't give me the. Well, I wasn't gonna. No, there was. I wasn't gonna happen. But. Oh yeah. So here's the other thing I was want to talk about. We we don't have a topic to talk about, guys. We're just here talking. Because you guys, they enjoy. I figure it. I'd just let some shit out, you know. Cussing a lot on this one. Yeah, I noticed. Um, the gym. So I go to this gym, Alpha Land. The doors are all open. There's six doors, six garage doors, massive doors. And it's you're basically working out outside, and it's right next to the basketball court. Okay, so I'm playing basketball. The older version of me would keep my shirt on, knowing that there's a whole bunch of individuals that are fit in the gym. I mean, I'm talking these dudes are fit. The older version of me would keep my shirt on because I'm insecure. The new version of me, I don't give a shit. I took my shirt off and yeah, I was... You don't give was, a shit because you're shredded now or you wouldn't give a shit even if you weren't shredded. I'm more confident in my body. So okay. what I'm trying to get at here is when you when you focus on yourself and you start working out on your body and you start seeing results, you build that confidence. It's not arrogance. Because what happens is it goes back to you make a promise to yourself. When you make a promise to yourself and you follow through on that, that builds your confidence. If you don't follow through, then you then you then your confidence lacks. I don't know if your confidence lacks. You find 20,000 excuses why it didn't work out. And you're speaking for you. Um, I'm talking about me. Yeah, yeah, and and me as well. I mean, but what I'm trying to say is the confidence that I gained through working out and and doing the things in my fitness, uh, the fitness area of my life, doing things I say I was going to do and doing them to the best of my ability. Just, Just created the confidence that I needed. Like, like I said, the older version of me wouldn't ever took my shirt off. Like everybody's looking at me, and but no, this this part of me was, I'm just gonna do my own thing. No, I mean, and anybody that knows you and sees the pictures that you're posting on- online, it's a motivational thing. It's not a in vain thing. I'm better than anybody else, and everybody that knows you knows that, and that's what they say. He really wants something. He set a goal, and it's taken him a while to get there, but he's still on his journey. And it doesn't have to be the There's gym. There's a reason why I'm doing what yeah. I'm doing. You guys just don't know. Yeah, well, what is it? You'll see. Oh, God, help us. Like, I want to be driven like that. I mean, you and I talked about this before the podcast even started. Don't ever tell people your next move. Oh, jeez. No, I, I think that we can take care of ourselves. I don't think it even has to be all physical. Mentally, we have to take care of ourselves as well. But when you physically move your body, it, it, it almost does that for you mentally. I believe it. The gym, I forget what it releases when you're working out at the gym, but it's 100% true. Uh, yeah. So what else do you want me to talk about? We went, on this, we went on this. We went on this. Yeah, I'm on steroids, guys. No, you're not. No, I don't do steroids. This is all worth ethic, dedication, consistency to the craft. 
It's all self-love, self-care. Yeah. It's important. It's important. I mean, Austin and I were just talking before this podcast about different things and excuses that people make and calling people out on things. It's not intentionally to hurt somebody, but when you have to hear something that you don't like to hear, it's difficult sometimes. The reality is when somebody calls you out, it's not because they're being mean. They're calling you out because they care or they don't want to hear your bullshit excuses. You have to want it for yourself. So if you look at your life right now, it's a result of all the thoughts, all the actions, everything you did in the past. You are a result of everything you've done from today backwards. You are a result of everything. Yeah, but how eating, do you forget your that? Your eating habits, your, your exercises, your your mental uh, thought, like your, your thinking, your ideas, everything. Everything you are right now till this day is everything is a result of everything you were from now in the past. Think about that. You are a result of that. And it goes same to true with your thoughts, your mental state. If you're in a bad state of mind, it's because of the the same continuous thoughts, the ideas, things that you're telling yourself daily on a daily basis, things that you need to change. Do what you're supposed to not look back and move forward. I'm not so. saying look back. I'm saying those that's what you that's who you are today. You are a result of that. No, I understand what you're saying. So we are in a your, situation look at your, today. Look at your look at your body image. Because we would, look at your body image. Yeah, I know. I know we just talked about this. I make excuses. I'm 53 years old. Like I should not have to be But I know perfect. 53 year olds are fucking jacked. And I understand say, that. And, and we I shouldn't understand compa- we shouldn't compare, but I'm not comparing, but I understand. I make excuses. Um, oh, I had twins. It doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, we're all over the place. I don't really like where this is going, to be honest, but what else? What else? What else? No, we just talked uh, about, like, it's about you. Doing things for you. Finding peace for you. When you think that you don't have Yo, the money, guys, you comment think- comment down below. Like, what do you what do you guys want us to chat about? What do you guys want to talk about? I have a couple people I want to talk don't, to. Don't feel like it. Don't feel bad if like don't feel like you're. I don't know how to put that. Like, don't don't feel fear to to put a comment online. Don't fear other people's judgment of something that you post online. Just let us know. Yeah. We want to know. Yeah, I want to know, know what you guys are thinking, what you guys want us to talk about, what you guys want us like, what you guys want to hear. Yeah, I have I have some people kind of I've been saying I have some people they keep backing out on me, but we have some interesting stories to talk about. Um, the fair we didn't really talk. I've been I was at the fair that was horrific. That was hot, miserable. Um, talking about the not one more booth. I was in not one more booth for a few nights, actually three or four or five nights. I can't remember. Um, still out there people still walking by still people uneducated still people coming up you know talking like we got to change things like feel good about yourself you know I was sitting with an individual in the booth and it was kind of funny he was in recovery and he said people come up and they're like yeah I'm in recovery I've been in recovery for one year and 
like we're congratulating and he's he's laughing he's like yeah i remember those days when i was coming up yeah i was in recovery he said you just blurt that out because you're so proud and he said after a certain amount of time you don't blurt that out anymore but he said these people really truly feel like they accomplished something and this kind of ties back to you going to the gym if you really want something and you work towards it and you work hard at it, you're going to get the results. Whether that's the gym, any type of addiction, any type of anything, if you work towards it, you're going to get the result. And to Austin's point with the... Not go- always. If you continue, you will get that result. If you're putting in the work that you know right. you're capable... Like, and that's the thing is you're capable of doing so much more than you think you are. I would literally push myself to the limit that I think I am, but I can actually go two, three more reps. It's a, it's a mental block. Like I, you literally can push past your mind. Your body will figure it out. It will figure out a way to keep going. Right. With any goal that you set, you'll figure it out. It might not happen right away, but you set small steps like the guy at the gym. He started out small and he got big. You were small. When you started this journey, <laughs> you were twig. How many years has it taken you to get to where you're at? For whatever reason, we don't know the reason where he's going with this and when he's going to stop, if he ever stops. But this is never. This is how not, many this is, years. This is, this is a part of my life. Okay, now. but how many years you have you been that. doing this? You don't understand that. Well, I hope it's a part this of your life engraved. forever. So this something happens to you and you this can't is, get out and do this. You'll figure a way to fix, still do it. This is engraved in my okay. in my life. I know it is. I can tell it is. I just had a conversation with this individual today, right, at work. New guy, just started working with him. And uh, I got in my truck to take a break, and he looked at, I have that cross hanging off the, mm-hmm. the rearview mirror. And uh, very respectful uh, kid. He said, if you don't mind me asking, are you, like, I see a cross on your, your rearview mirror. And, and I said, yeah. He said, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he said, are you a Christian? And my my response was i don't consider myself a christian but i believe in a in a higher power god uh, a creator and he and i said what about yourself and he said i'm a i'm a christian he said he was catholic and he went through all these different uh, religions you want to call it whatever he said mm-hmm. he doesn't like to call it religion and i said it's a relationship with god he's like yeah that's that's what i'm trying to say so had this interesting conversation um about God and how he's he's infinite. I said he's infinite. How many of us are not willing to be open to people in our lives because of the past? What do you mean? We are so closed off to creating, building relationships with other people because of our past. 100%. That's true. I'm speaking for myself. I have walls, very high walls. Because of things that happened in the past. And I have people say they're going to break my walls and they go up even higher. And that's self-sabotaging. Because sometimes when I say self-sabotaging, there might be a good person or a good situation in your life that you don't accept because of your past. And so you sabotage your happiness because of something in the past. And there's everybody on this earth does it at one point or another. You cannot not learn or be cautious because of something that happened in your past. 
and some people take it to extreme. And the the post-traumatic stress, we're going to talk about that the, one of these podcasts. The people that are very down to earth, caring, yeah. empathetic, mm-hmm. are the ones that probably went through the most traumatic events in their life. 100%. With other, with other relationships. That's true. Because they don't want other people to feel the same pain. That's 100% true. Most people that walk around with the smiles on their faces are the saddest people in the world. I wouldn't say that 100%. Would not say that Not 100 a, a majority of the people that walk around with a smile on their face, excluding you, because you're just this positive burst of energy all the time. Since when is it a, but, when is, when is it a, a problem to be... It's not it's a problem. It's not a when problem. Is it? But there's a lot of people that go around with a smile on their face. And think every and people assume that that person is the happiest person in the world. The person that walks down the street at their lunch break and says hi to ten people and gives five compliments, and people think they're so high on life. They're smiling, they're dancing, they love what they're doing, they love their friends. They can be the loneliest, saddest, hurting person. Are you, you talking about yourself? No. Well, maybe sometimes. I like to see people happy. Absolutely. I, I like to see people happy. But I'm that person also that... When do you feel the happiest? When you give to people. I'm not happy unless somebody else is happy. Even if but it when makes you give, me sad. When you give. That's what I do. That's what life's all about. That's the purpose Giving. of life, to give. Yes. In, any other, in, in any way possible. Right. Yeah. Whether that's knowledge, money, uh, whatever. Whatever yeah. you can help out other people, that's, that's, the, that's the goal of life. Yeah, but that's, that's when you feel good. But when it's detrimental to you... That's not healthy. If you're putting yourself in a position where you're doing something that you typically would not do that goes against your morals or your values because you know that that person's going to be happy if you do it, you're not doing it for the right reason. So how do, how do you overcome that? How do you overcome the, the walls? How do, you, how do you chip away at the walls? And, I don't know when you know that. break me the know. barrier. Because I have not let anybody break my walls yet. And I get close, and you know what? I run as fast as hell. That fear comes running. I run as fast as hell. And I make an excuse for why I'm doing it. And most of the time, it's the truth why I'm doing it. And I say the truth why I'm doing it, but I can't help myself. I I get it. I run. I don't want people to know my weakness. If somebody calls me out and looks at me and says, you're smiling right now, but you're sad and you're dying inside, that breaks my heart. Because maybe at that moment, I am dying inside. But I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. I don't want anybody to try to justify why I feel that way. And nothing pisses me off more than when I see somebody I never met before who I just started talking to, whether it's at work, wherever that may be, and they call me out and say, you're happy, but you're sad. That freaks me out. But there's a lot of people in the world who do that. And is it a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know. How many uh, How many of those people that have the walls up? I feel like there's different directions you can take with that. The people that have the walls up, you can either see that as an opportunity to grow yourself 
or to ignore it. Well, you can self-reflect on it. You can overthink it. You can lose out on happiness and opportunities because of those walls. So if you have walls up, so for me, I, I, I would say I have walls up that I'm not necessarily aware of. Until someone brings it to your attention. Because of, I don't want to say this, like relationships. Past experiences. It's not that I'm, I'm not looking really. I'm not looking for a relationship. I know. You're not looking. It will find you. I'm trying to attract. Yeah. But until that, that time comes, then I, I think I'll get a little better understanding of how high my wall actually is because I'm not in that situation. Like, I'm not... You know what I'm saying? I know. Because I haven't been there in that in that for a while. I just... So when I, what I, why I asked that question earlier is I took the route of focusing on myself, bettering myself. And a lot of that came from COVID. Like, not not having COVID... But like the the time the off isolation. the time off. I I thrive in my my own time. I thrive. Unlike you, you can't sit in your own your own time. I find peace. I find peace in my own uh time to myself. I can sit in a quiet room. It doesn't bother me. I can hear my thoughts. I read books. I do. I, I just ever anything I can do, right? Yeah. So these walls that I got up due to uh, either past relationships or losing loved ones in the family. Just the walls are from loss. The walls are loss, in my opinion. Like that's well, from, from my experience. Lost, but think about it. Everybody's from my walls, experience are from loss. They have to be from a loss. Everybody's walls are put up because they lost something, whether it's trust. Think about it. every wall is because of a, some sort of loss. You don't build a like wall. Like people in my life and then exiting my life. Right. That's your loss. But somebody else's loss may be something different, but it's a loss. My look at it I is. I lost my job. I have my walls. Whatever that loss my is. My look on it is the more I have in life, and it's just true for everybody. The more you have in life, the more you lose. So I don't put myself out there with an opportunity to lose. I will take it. Is that what you're you're saying after you? I'm saying for me personally, I would rather not take the chance of of a loss. So I will either not initiate it or if I initiate it, I end it before it can end me. If that makes sense. I will stop something before it's taken away from me. It's I'm a control person. So if I'm initiating something and I get a weird feeling or whatever, I will end it before I have to end it. And therefore I lose opportunity and experiences because I cut it off. I cut I cut it short because I don't want to take that loss. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's my wall. Everything in this life is temporary. Right. But you have to be willing to take some pain to gain you have to take a chance on pain to gain the experience and i don't do that i'm very cautious about who i let in 
I will let people in, but as soon as I'm uncomfortable, I'm done. And that's where... And even experiences, not even people, experiences. Obviously, I'm not on dating websites, meeting different people like you, so you have a little better understanding of yourself in that in that but area. But it's not even in that. In that area of your life, because I'm not, I'm not out looking. I'm not, I'm not out... not either. But you were out... I was. You were out creating uh interactions with other individuals conversating um whatever intention that was friendship uh dating whatever it was you had a an intention behind your reasoning for going out with these people i do not do that i don't go out with anybody and so therefore you kind of know why you're like how your walls are up and like why you do the things you do what i'm saying is i haven't really experienced why like how big or how high my wall is ever since i put it up because i never went out and looked or yeah, never went out and like it's not just people though it's experiences i put a wall up sometimes when i'm talking at the not one more booth i really don't always go into why i'm there when people ask me because i don't want to live that hurt again so when people come up and they ask what does this organization do how are you affected by it? I don't always necessarily say my son died of an overdose. Sometimes I say what the group does and I don't bring out my experience because I don't want to have to go into detail and get hurt. So I put a wall up sometimes on the depth that I'll go into my situation and story as to why I'm helping do what I do with whatever organization I'm helping with. Does that make sense? It doesn't have to necessarily be people. It can be experiences. You're putting a wall up so your heart doesn't get hurt, so you don't have to relive that experience again. And I've just learned this over the past couple weeks of being in this Not One More booth that, in my opinion and in my experience through these couple weeks, is that I put a wall up. Yeah. So it's not just people, it's, it's loss. I lost Kyle and I'm not always willing to go to the extent of how I feel about that loss because I don't want to relive it. So you put a wall I mean, up, I, even, even yeah. with trauma, you put a wall up. You will only go to so far an extent before you can't go any further without it affecting you mentally and physically. And I'm putting a wall up right now. I, I know... How many times have I said I cannot continue to do this because it's tearing me apart? So I'm going to build that wall so I don't have to relive that loss again. And people do that. With people, people do it with experiences. I'll go so far and then I'm going to stop. If you have a wall, do you think you should focus on yourself and focus on fixing whatever it is that you're insecure about, whatever you're 100%. afraid, your fears, whatever, fix it to the point where you can come back with no walls? So yeah. break that down completely on your own to figure out who you are. Develop the person that is stronger for, for those things happening in your life. Understand, come from an understanding point of view. Understand those things, why they happen, and and basically forgive yourself for for being closed off for so long. Honestly, forgive it, no. yourself and, and allow yourself to be open again because there's no, like you said, there's no gain to to being closed off like and i'm speaking for me personally i don't even get close to friends i don't i don't even get like there's a point where it's like i don't even want to get close to them i don't even want to 
because of the fear of the I loss. Don't even put, I don't invest a lot of time into those people because I don't, yeah, I fear the loss. I don't, so when I put my all into it, I'm afraid that all my effort that I'm putting in, I'm not going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get it heartbroken or, or not get the same investment in return. But if you don't, which put is that kind of the expectation, which is almost like expectations yeah, exactly. of, of another, another individual. Exactly. It's your choice how you deal with that. But if you don't give them an opportunity, if you don't give yourself an opportunity, you'll never know because you never gave yourself a chance because you never took the wall down. What do they say? You'd rather love and lost than not to love at all? Yeah. And I say that about Kyle all the time. I would rather have the 24 years I had with him than not to ever have it at all. All the things we talk about are things that people think about or experience in life. And so that makes them feel like, you know what, I'm not alone. And maybe I need to think about this certain way just like when we educate on addiction and things it educates people people can feel mental health is so bad right now that if we can explain like yeah i have walls yeah i'm not fit all the time yeah i go to the gym what happens if you so here's another thing for the wall thing okay what when you when you focus on yourself for so long and you start seeing value in yourself and the the value you provide You're, you're not just going to give that away to anybody. Maybe. So I feel like you're almost going to have to connect with somebody to a point where you're like, okay, I can connect with this person's energy, their vibe, their frequency, whatever it is. And you feel like you can, you can add to their life because you want to. Because you hold, you have that value. You don't want to just give your energy and value away to somebody that's not going to handle it's like, I like, a, like a valet service, right? Yeah. You're not going to just hand your keys to a, a guy that you don't think is fitable for the job. Like that's, that's your car. You're not going to go into a, a surgery with somebody that you, like, you don't know who they are, right? You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you're, you're not just going to put your life in somebody else's hands that you, you don't trust. Does that make Maybe. sense? Is that a good, yeah. is that I, a good comparison? I, I get there? what you're saying. So my but... value that I provide that I'm coming into a, a certain relationship with somebody or a friendship, whatever, I'm not just going to give that away to you because I, you see what I'm saying? I, there, I, I understand, I but some of know. us put things out. I don't know. I don't know guys, but I don't know anything. If we, yes, you do. I if, don't know shit. He knows how to work out the gym. He shredded. You want to keep fucking bringing that up? <laughs> I get on women that text me and say, "Could your son?" You're just talking me up. Stop uh, see, putting those guys, pictures. The, no. the important thing here is I'm going to show you is a to text. to accept the the uh, the comments that are coming in. So I accept those comments. Thank you for telling me that. But I'm not gonna. I don't judge the highs or the lows, right? I just accept the information as it comes in. So if I if I go over the top and be like, "No, like who was it? Who was this?" and blow my mind up, what happens when somebody says? Oh, you suck. You're just you're gonna go right down. Like you're you're gonna be up on this roller coaster of highs and lows because you're valuing other people's opinions. They say don't value other people's opinions. It's not just the people that disrespect you. Don't. It's the same as the people that over over uh, compliment you. Don't say thank you. Yeah, you say thank you, but don't let it get to your head too much right. because now you're on a fucking roller coaster. Just say thank you. Depression and and high. Just say like, thank you. Oh fucking God. blows my mind okay. people alright guys so thanks for listening again um, and we'll catch you on the next one